Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. So good to have you here with us for another awesome episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, one of the best parts of TSL is working with our students. Like day in, day out, we've literally helped thousands of students to build and grow their speaking business and to share their message with the world. And I am thrilled that you have the opportunity to hear from some of them during our monthly student highlight series. Because one of the things you're going to find is their stories are going to offer really insight and, and hope no matter where you are in your speaking career. We're going to talk about exactly what they've done, how they've built their business and some of the results that they're seeing. And so for this series, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to hand the mic to one of our coaches who are in the trenches every single day, helping our students to gain the confidence, the clarity, and that clear path that they need to their very own speaking success. I know you're going to love hearing from and learning from these students. So uh, let's get right into it. Enjoy. Hey everyone, my name is Mary Alice Goldsmith and I am the Director of Student Success here at the Speaker Lab and I am so excited to take over the Speaker Lab podcast today. It's a true honor to have the opportunity to introduce you to some of our amazing students and I promise you're going to learn so much from their experiences and be inspired by their perseverance and success. Today, we have the immense privilege to have Darwin Lee with us and um, I'm really excited to share you and your story with our students and our listeners. So welcome, Darwin. How are you doing? I'm good. Well, thanks for having me, Mary Ellis. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. I know you have such a great story and you know how this story has led you to become a speaker is just really inspiring. So I know you're going to inspire so many. So maybe let's start there. What's your story? What made you want to become a speaker? Well, what happened was that about eight years ago, I nearly passed away. I came close to drowning and was in the process of uh, passing out just literally at the last moment of consciousness. And someone pulled me out, uh, found a gap kind of because I was trapped under, under some boats in the dock and, mm. and pulled me out at the last minute. And from there, I kind of had a bit of a crisis and, uh, you know, dealt with PTSD and was really challenged to the core of my identity of, you know, what my purpose in life was. And mm. it turned out there were things that I had not made peace with in my past, in my life that were deep seated. And I didn't even know they were there, mm. but because of what happened, sort of, we, we put on layers over time. And, and those hide things sometimes underneath that we don't know about. And because I, what I went through, those layers were stripped away sort of in an instant. 
and I had to face what they were. And that was very difficult because what I realized is that even though I had survived, I was living my day to day and not living for others in accordance with my purpose. And that was very difficult to handle because even though I'd survived, I felt that I was on pace to fail in life. Wow. And yeah. And and so therefore I had to face myself and some of these deep seated things and, and, and some of the deep rooted flaws in my character still there, but, but I, I, I'm aware of them now. Mm -hmm. try to deal with them now. We're not perfect, obviously. Give them a little bit more grace now. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And exactly. Yeah. And, and that is eventually what actually led me to become a speaker because I realized there was something that I had to give to others and could help them with some of the revelations that I had with some of the insights that I had. And also, you know, with, with some of the successes and some of the hard lessons from failure, and that is what led me on a long journey, eventually landing with the speaker lab and, and going into the speaking room. So that, that, that is sort of a journey. And then yeah. you can tell the journey in, in a few minutes. That's what I'm sure. Like. It's, I'm sure like just saying that out loud, no matter how many times you shared that story, it's still like, yeah. wait, did that happen to me? <laughs> wait, am I really <laughs> talking about me? <laughs> it, it, that's very insightful because it, it feels like I'm telling a biography of someone else. Mm. And, and in some ways it feels like it was yesterday. And in some ways it feels like it was a long time ago and it's helpful, honestly, mm-hmm. to, I was sharing uh, with someone who had, had dealt with severe mental illness in their life uh, just yesterday, actually. And, and we kind of shared a moment and going through that helps and, and humanizes us. And and honestly, sure doing podcast interviews, these kind of things kind of put things in perspective because you're reminded, you know, in the day to day, you get up, you, you get ready for the morning, you got your coffee and, and then you're going through emotions you're going to your meetings, but there's a bigger picture and it's important to be drawn back to that. And we all have a purpose. There's a reason why we're here. And that, and that is what led me to, to become speaker. Yeah. yeah. I have so many things I want to say, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say this, you know, it's interesting listening to you and as a coach who coaches speakers all day, every day, yeah. um, there is this process that needs to happen. Maybe not as severe as it happened to you, <laughs> but there is this process that, that needs to happen for all of us to step into our next level of who we're meant to be. And we don't need to be captured under a boat drowning, but there are some people theoretically who are, who are, you know, because they're not allowing themselves or not giving themselves permission to, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking of a snake, like shed, shed that skin so that they could, so that they can step into that next version of themselves. Have you ever thought like, and again, your story's extreme, but have you ever thought of that didn't happen? Where would you be today? Uh, may I tell story number 156? <laughs> as long as it answers my question. <laughs> I will give you permission. <laughs> so 
down the street, there's a 7-Eleven. And many years ago, late at night, th three men entered the 7-Eleven. It was late at night, right? And they waited for all the customers to leave. And then they turned, they closed the door and they locked it. Mm. And then they pulled out weapons and they said to the cashier, give us all the money. And so the cashier was shaking and couldn't really function because he was so scared. And one of them went around the side, shoved him to the ground, uh, you know, op opened the register and then took the money and they left. They went in their car, but strangely for reasons that aren't clear, one of them got back out of the car, went back inside, pulled out his gun and shot and killed the clerk. Okay. So then went back out to the car and they continued to rob a number of uh, 7-Eleven stores and, and then police caught them at the third or fourth one. Mm -hmm. So the police lines went up, you know, the ribbons, the police ribbons as they were doing their investigation and reviewing the video and all that, and then did their investigation. And then, you know, the ribbons came down. So a couple of weeks later, I went into the 7-Eleven and, and, you know, I talked to the clerk and, and I said, Hey, you know, I, I know what happened here. Um, how are you doing with all this? And so at first he was looking at me and, and smiling, just, you know, like a polite clerk does. Mm -hmm. And then his face changed and there was an emotion there. I, I couldn't, I didn't understand. I couldn't place it. And he said, you know, I, I'm, I'm a student and I attend the university and I had an exam on the Monday. So I needed to study on Sunday. So I switched shifts that night and it was supposed to be me. Wow. Wow. And from there, the interesting thing is that, and I'm obviously not blaming him for anything at all, but the interesting thing as I reflected upon that is so over time in the, in the future, his education was not just studying and going to school. It became a life calling for him. Yeah. The, the healthcare field, right. Giving back to society. And what I realized from there, and I, and, and I talk about this um, in, in sort of my reflections, my speaking, speaking is that that fellow did not have to go through that experience to come to that feeling of purpose, did he? He didn't. Right. He could have come to that without that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, for sure, we need something serious that happens to us. And it can either sink us or we can take lessons from it, so to speak. Sure. But I feel that the coaching process and a process of self-reflection, like honest self-reflection and, and honestly participating in coaching can also get us there. Mm -hmm. And I think if we're honest with ourselves and the, and the coach is skilled and, 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 and you and I've worked together and, 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 and I, I'm not just saying this, you are a very skilled coach. Thank you. Those questions and the insights that come with, from, from within the person are insights that are deep and sometimes life transforming and we don't have to go through these experiences but if we take the time to reflect on the experiences that we do have and to sort of put strength and depth into the into the stories that we have into the stories and and the, and the experiences that that we have and those around us have we can come to very deep insights about our purpose and our very reason for for living 
So that's mm -hmm. how I would answer that question. And I don't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> well, no, you did a great job. I mean, you, you based the original question was like, you know, in general, like, do we have to go through this traumatic experience to allow ourselves to get to our next level of fulfilling our purpose? And I think, I think for some people, it does take that, that shaking or that Sometimes trauma, right? But to your point, there's other people who, and there's people listening right now, right. That are saying, I know I have a purpose. I know I have something to share. I'm just not sure how to do it. Those are the people that when they invest in the coaching and they, they, they enter on this road or this journey into a deeper understanding of their purpose, uh, coaches pull out specific questions, specific stories. They have the accelerator, the accelerated version of getting to their purpose versus, you know, the long road versus the short road, as your, our parents have always said, you can take the long road or, or you can take the fast road. It's all based on choices, right? So not that you chose to drown or people choose to get held right. by gunpoint. I'm not saying that, but the choices that we make every day in our life lead to, are we moving ourselves forward or are we holding ourselves back? And so, uh, you did answer the question beautifully because there are some people who have that natural ability to self-reflect. And those are the ones that make that decision. You know what? I'm going to get the help I need to take this journey to fulfill this purpose. And I might find out that this isn't my purpose, but then I'll find out something else. Right. So it's those people who have that, that deeper connection with soul self and, and what role they're here to play on this, this planet which isn't always so easy. No, it's not. And, and, and the journey to self-awareness is, is a tricky one, but, but if, if we can get there as I, as I view it, it, it's the first, it's the first door that leads to the hallway of all the other doors. And without mm. that, I, I think we're severely limited yeah. in what we're able to do. Yeah. I like that visual, right? Because you open one door and there's a thousand other doors. And then again, you're faced with this choice. So what choice are you going to make to make sure that you're approaching and walking through the the right door and you may not always and failure failure is amazing actually i know i know some people hate to fail but i think some of our greatest lessons come from failure um so don't be so afraid to fail so uh, with absolutely. that yeah with that i'd love to know like what what is your topic and and who do you speak to who's your audience your ideal audience so i speak to leaders who are looking to uh, evolve their mindset to, to achieve extraordinary results. And, and it, it's people who it, leaders doesn't is, is sometimes taken for people only who are in management positions, but that, but that's not what leadership is. Leadership is simply those who are in a position to be able to influence other people. And it could be people you work with people could be people that work for you, or it could, could be people that you work for. And, and it's simply the ability to influence someone in, in some way. And, so I believe that there is there there are certain things that you can do to with your mind, your mindset, and your attitude. And once you do those, you can you can break through barriers and you can achieve much greater results than if you didn't put in that effort to address sort of your attitude, your mindset, your thinking, which are core and central to all of these um, different things. And now what I'm doing is I'm branching out into as well, 
uh, tied into that sort of the idea of uh, the growth of wealth and personal finance, mm. because the mindset's different. And I never thought I would tie these together, Mary Alice, but as, as I thought and reflected, I, I have always had an interest in, in wealth creation, personal finance, but it wasn't until honestly, the speaker lab, I almost had permission. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you need permission yeah. to be able to be flexible over time. And that's just my own limitation. But once I became aware of that and I, and I started out in the leadership realm and, and still love that realm, I, I just realized that there are other aspects to, to leadership in, in the form of mindset and attitude and thinking that also apply to personal finance. So someone who's very, someone who's very successful in one realm, many of those traits and characteristics and behaviors um, carry over into those who, who are successful in terms of your wealth and personal finance and just succeeding in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, money talk about limiting beliefs, right? You could be super book smart and super uh, disciplined, but then when the money part, we hear this with our students all the time. Like, I know I have a great talk. I know I have, I'm going to make a great impact, but I can't sell myself. And that's translated to, I have a hard time asking for money. (laughs) Right. I I might've heard that in my own head a couple of times. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so with your topic, with mindset, limiting beliefs, evolving to your next, I don't want you to give your whole talk away, but what's one, like somebody listening right now going, that's me. I have total limiting beliefs. I have total mindset issues and I, I want to be a speaker, but every time I think about doing it, I'm like, Ooh, not me, not now. What's an exercise or something that they can do today without having to move mountains that could actually help start exercising that mindset of, yes, I can. Yes, this is for me. Yes, now is the time. Yeah, great question. And and one, one thing I would say is that we've already talked about it, I think, which is the idea of thinking of yourself from outside of yourself. And coaching does that. Mm-hmm. And also self-reflection from outside of yourself helps. But another technique that, that I've used uh, with, with my coaching clients and and have woven into my talks is, is the idea of uh, what I'm calling, what I call the would be life. And, and so it's, it's not what could be or what should be, but what would be if our behavior and our thinking and a reflection was different. Yeah, I love and that. so thank you. Yeah. And, and to, to take the example of the Seven Eleven clerk. So I, because I thought about that for a long time and I thought, well, how, how could a person come to that realization clearly one could just thinking about it logically but realistically how could someone come to that same realization of what his purpose was without going through something so traumatic Mm -hmm. and so for me i think what is emphasized in a good way but is now become overemphasized is the idea of goal setting Mm -hmm. because with goal setting we can set you know short-term and long-term goals and we can talk about, you know, smart goals and stuff like that, right. but goals are straight away. And so how do you know that when you achieve that goal, it's the right direction you're supposed to go in, in the first place. And to me, that's a flaw. It's not that it's, it's bad, but I think it can be enhanced. And the way it can be enhanced is this think of the different outcomes and the different things that could happen at the end of, if you think of a Netflix show, or if you think of a book, what, what does that ending look like? And you can change that ending. Can you not? Mm-hmm. And so by thinking of that different ending, 
you can think of different ways to get there. And if you think of those different ways to get there, you can trace back to right now where I am is the start of the story or the start of the show or the start of the movie. What's the next step that that character does on the way to the ending that you want? And that's the would-be life. It's the life, it's the outcome that would happen that would happen if you had a different mindset or attitude. And I think when you pair that with goal setting is when a person is much more effective. May I tell story number 492? <laughs> yes. So I, I, I worked with someone who's, who's blind and, and we set some, some fitness goals and we set some goals, you know, to, to become fitter in this way and that way. And, and, uh, and, and I, I was their, their sports coach in, in the sport of dragon boat. Mm-hmm. And so we set some goals for fitness and, and some technical things on what that person could do to be successful in, in paddling. And as, as time went on, it became clear that there were other things that were, you know, deeper seated issues as, as many of us do. And, and, and as I've talked about for myself and there came one day that we were at the first competition, you know, it's outdoors and there's hundreds of people around. And because we'd fielded a blind team, a visually impaired team, there was a lot of press. So a, a lot of, a lot of news crews were coming by and they kept announcing over the loudspeaker, you know, dragon sight, the visually impaired team, the blind team over and over and over and over again throughout the day. And what I didn't know was that this person had a deep shame and guilt that they were blind. Hmm. I had no idea. And so I would check in time to time. I, I asked, you know, Hey, do you, do you want, there's a new, another news crew. Do you want to do an interview? It was, it was just a polite, yeah, no, thanks. And then I asked how this person was doing. They said, you know, I'm fine. And so as the day went on, you know, th- this person started out very tense and very, very uncomfortable and feel like feeling like all the eyes were on this person because they were, they were, they were shamed. And gradually that went away over the course of the day. And it was during that weekend that their shame disappeared. They were no longer ashamed of being blind. And so if we'd set the goal to just be, you know, a better paddler, a fit athlete, I mean, this person met those goals. But what is the bigger win here? It's not the paddling. Right. It's the fact that they were able to overcome that, sh- that fear and that shame and that guilt. And from that day forward, they ceased to be ashamed that they were blind. Hmm. And so that is looking forward and seeing the different possibilities, what could happen, and then taking the steps to get there, rather than just sticking with a goal, which is helpful, which is good, but wh- wh- which isn't the bigger issue here it's not the the bigger win the bigger win was to find that freedom in in their humanity in in their identity 
Hey friends, do you know the five steps to book more gigs and get paid as a speaker? Well, if not, listen up because these same five steps that help me to grow a seven-figure speaking career are all laid out in great detail in my latest book, The Successful Speaker. Five steps for booking gigs, getting paid, and building your platform. Whether you want to speak as a side hustle or your dream is to become a full-time professional speaker, I know what it takes. I share all of that with you in this definitive step-by-step roadmap. Let me be your guide. Learn from my mistakes. Get paid what you know you're worth to share your unique message on stage. If you want to read the first chapter for free or just check out the book, go to thespeakerlab.com slash book. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash book. Check out your copy of The Successful Speaker. And as you were sharing that story, it reminds me of many of our speakers and actually you're an excellent example of this. Like we can have shame around the fact that we need help, right? So you have the thought, I want to be a speaker. And then you have this thought, well, you've been, you've been wanting to be a speaker forever. Like when are you going to get on the ball? Right. So then there's shame that you didn't do it yet. Right. And then you're like, but I don't know how to do it. And there are some people, not everyone, but there are some people, some may be listening who are like, it's a shame that I can't just become a speaker. Like I need help to become a speaker. This is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think you do such a great job of this and maybe it's because of your story and maybe we can help people not have to go through, you know, an incredible amount of trauma to get to where they want to go. But not only did you say to yourself, I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to, I'm going to create a speaking business and I'm going to follow this elite speak framework and I'm going to plug into it and I'm going to do all the things. And, and you did. I mean, I, I remember being on coaching sessions with you where it wasn't so comfortable. You really had to work through some things that were, lost. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And I think, I think that's so important. Like, just like that blind athlete, it's okay that he had shame for that moment Yeah, because not, he wasn't just going to stay stuck in the shame. He still kept moving along. He still right. kept showing up still kept seeking help. So shame's a very powerful emotion, powerful. People don't realize how powerful it could be, but as long as you could say, you know what? I am shameful that I haven't launched my speaking career yet, or I am shameful that I haven't lost the weight that I want to lose or quit smoking or whatever it is. As long as you take the next first step, shame won't own you. And that's really important. Right. And I think you've been such a great example of that where it's like, okay, I did the elite program, but now I need more. I'm going to do the virtual program and I need more. I want to do the multiple streams program. And you, you took all of these resources and instead of staying stuck in, I don't know how I'm not worthy. I shouldn't be investing like this. You believed in yourself and you kept moving forward. Do you think it's from the experience of almost dying? I I think it's part of that. It's, it's sort of, like if, if you look at and you think about your purpose, mm-hmm. who is anyone to stop you from achieving your purpose, including you? Right. And, and I remember once because I was really feeling scared and I, I, I wanted to do it and it, I didn't know how or why it, it eventually led me to see what speaking programs were out, were out there and led me, you know, to, to the speaker lab and I was walking down the street on a nice, warm, clear sky summer day. 
And I remember looking up at the sky and thinking, you know, Lord, help me because I feel like this is the purpose that you have for me. And my next thought was, there are people I haven't met yet that if I don't do this, I will never be able to impact. Mm. And that drove me. And that's happened now. And because I've met people and interacted with many, many people that I would never have interacted with if I hadn't come to some of these realizations and, and gotten over the barriers of which I had created completely for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say, because, you know, as we've been talking here, I know you, you're, you're getting pinged uh, for me to s- tell story number 397. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you read my mind and the exact number? It's really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so one of the things I did also during, you know, the pandemic, and it, it, it also led me to the path of, of the speaker lab as well. Like all these thoughts were formulating in my mind is I started a podcast and the idea is to draw out and to find out what makes elite performers elite. Cause I've always been fascinated about that. One of the athletes I interviewed was a fellow named Gavin Maxwell. Shout out to Gavin. If he ever hears this and he's a chiropractor uh, over in Vancouver Island now, but a highly successful Olympian. And he was one of the top paddlers in the world. And, you know, the fastest person from Canada and consistently finished uh, periodically, you know, like uh, podium and, and top five finish. This is at uh, world events, like really a top class athlete. Awesome. And he showed him amazing humility and honesty because what he told me is I had the tools to become a world champion, but I didn't have the mindset. Mm. And for me, it, it highlighted, it was one of the stories that led me to realize about the would-be life, because what would have happened if his mind was different? And he realized this at some level. Mm-hmm. And, and he, was a, he was an absolute world-class athlete, Olympian and everything. And, and it happened to him. And, and so to me, it, it humanized exactly the idea that you're talking about, that we all have these thoughts. It's just a matter of taking that first step. And mm-hmm. we all have that moment. And Ceres is a life of these small, tiny moments and the little decisions we make in those moments. But those are the moments when we decide what life is going to be like in the future because we have a choice. Yeah. Well, we always have a choice, right? And, and so much of what we're talking about, it starts with self. Who am I today? Who do I want to be? Who was I, right? Who, who don't you want to go back to? Yeah. And then there's this concept of goals, right? It's like you, you say to yourself, well, okay, here I am today, but I know that I want to be a successful speaker tomorrow or carpenter or husband or whatever you want to be. So what are the goals that I need to have place in place in order to achieve that. But you can't stop there because not to be little goals, goals are great, yeah. but they can end up just being letters on a piece of paper that you wrote or words that you just said out loud. And I feel like that's where purpose and why comes in, right? It's like, if you have a goal that you say, yeah, I want to, you know, we also have to tell the audience that you are an athlete and paddled like 
obviously we keep talking about the uh, coaching with the paddles. Like we need to, we need to define that a little bit more, but you know, you, you have these goals, but they have to be back. I call it the wind beneath your entrepreneurial wings. Okay. Oh, so I love that. you could have goals, but if you don't have that fire to see those goals through, they're never going to come to fruition. And those, that, that, that inspiration, that wind beneath your entrepreneurial wings is purpose and, and your why, right? What's your purpose here? And why do you want to fulfill that purpose? I think that's so important and often forgotten when we're talking about goals. I think the speak framework is mm-hmm. terrific for that. I think it, it all focuses and revolves around that idea yeah. and the other programs that I participated in the, the, the virtual speaking and the multiple streams, which were led by Eric Rehm, just fantastic guy. And, and he talks about this all the time. It's, it's revolving around the central idea of, of the message that we have and the delivery, why we're delivering it. And that it, that really forms the basis and who, who really are you trying to reach and mm-hmm. why are you trying to reach them and why? And then everything else follows. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah. Yeah. We say that a lot in the beginning of our coaching, right? It's like, what's your expert positioning statement? Well, why, why, why do you want to, you know, solve this problem or create this transformation? And why do you want to speak to this audience? There's a lot of whys and that's on purpose, right? It's very intentional because there will come a day as a speaker where it's, it's not so easy getting on stage and speaking, you know, no brainer, all the other things you want to make sure that you have that passion and that fire and that inspiration to get up, rinse and repeat every single day, you know, getting booked and paid to speak, selling yourself, selling the opportunity that you offer to people, the transformation and the impact you have to get good at that. You know, that that's a skill for some people that they need to, that they need to, uh, work on. And so, um, having that strong purpose and, and clear vision and your why is so profound. And it is exactly why the speak framework goes the way that it does, because we want you to get clear on what it is that you do and why you do it. And then it's so much easier to market yourself and create a talk that really, um, speaks to that. So yeah, the speak framework really does, um, create that foundation for your business ongoing for sure. So great point. So let me ask you this question for someone who's listening and they're like, well, this all sounds great. Purpose, why goals, self-realization. I've been wanting to be a speaker forever. What is my first step? Like what, what would you recommend to someone who's really serious? They have a message. They want to share it. What would be a great next step for them to get this business off the ground? Uh, and, and this is not rehearsed and, and I'm, not, I'm not doing a commercial here, but I, oh, yeah. I mean, this in all honesty <laughs> is, is to, is to just book an intro call to the speaker lab and, mm. and just see what it's about and ask a lot of questions. And, and I'm, I'm sure they could reach out to me and, 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 and yourself and, and many other people who are, you know, involved with the speaker lab and, and sure. get their questions answered. But I think that's, that's one of those small steps and you don't have to join. You, you just, just get information. Mm-hmm. And the second is really like we've talked about, but it, it's so foundational is to find your purpose. And there are, are people who join that. I wonder why they joined because they weren't driven by a purpose. It feels like. And, mm. 
and allowing things that are really just distractions to stand in their way and to prevent them from what I feel is to actually achieving their purpose, but they're allowing these small things to get in their way. And I don't mean, you know, like, like uh, hesitate, hesitancy and, and, you know, fear that those are normal and, mm-hmm. and, and we can get through those, but I mean, there's people that will put up excuses and it's never their fault and it's always someone else's. And, and I think it's prepared to put the ego away mm-hmm. and to really dive into what's deep inside, strip down all those things as, as was done for me by something external and look at what's deep inside with no ego and then be prepared to move forward towards that. And the vast majority of the, 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 the speaker lab students are like that. And if, if you're, you don't have to be ready to book right now, but and you don't even have to have a speech ready. Right. If you're, if you're really ready to look deep into yourself and to be honest with yourself and to, to do what, to achieve what the purpose is for your life, I think you should look into that. And for you, as for me, there, there's, there's, there are many people, you know, perhaps listening to this that can touch people that, that I can't, and I won't, and Mm -hmm. I'm not able to, but there's people in their future that if they don't make a change and they don't take that step, those, those, those future people, they'll, they'll never have the ability to influence. And that's a shame. And we can't allow that to happen. We have to, we have to help these people. And if, if they can just bear that in mind, that future person that they haven't met yet, and let that person drive you and pull you towards why you're willing to get up early and why you're willing to, to rack your brain, to, to figure out what your expert positioning statement is and, and what your target audience is. Let that drive you because they need your help. They need your help tomorrow in the future. Maybe not today, but tomorrow in the future, when you interact and your lives intertwine, your life intertwines with theirs. Uh, like I can honestly say, I, I don't know if life has ever been more beautiful, Mary Alice. Oh, I love that. And, love that and for you. well, I appreciate that. And, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm early on in my speaking, but, but just the, 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 just looking up at the sky and knowing that there were people that if I took that, the, the step, I was going to one day, my life would, would merge with theirs. Mm-hmm. And to have it actually happen is it's an amazing feeling. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially when you put it in that kind of perspective. And I, I think that's for some people who are new to the thought of maybe I should become a speaker. I think that's such great. Um, not that that was advice, but it was sound information of don't just think about your speaking business as a speaking business, but think about all the lives, like speakers all over the world, like Martin Luther King, right? Yesterday we celebrated yeah. Martin Luther King. Yeah, He's yeah. still affecting us. Right. Totally. And, um, we have to think about that. We have to think about as speakers, we may never know the magnitude of our impact, but we do need to believe that we are making an impact. And so the mindset is so critical. I think, I think the biggest thing that holds people back is this word that everybody loves to toss around imposter syndrome. Who am I? Who's going to listen to me? So many other people are talking about this, but like a fingerprint, 
no one in this world is like you. There's no one in the world like you. And so there's going to be people that will listen to my talk and love it, but there's going to be your people who will listen to my talk and be like, I want Darwin back. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so it's, 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 it's one of those things that we have to remember that we get a piece of the pie. If you will, we get a piece of this, this, this world and what piece do you want to own? And I think that's so important to think about when you're, when you're really thinking about stepping into this next level of yourself to create a speaking business, uh, thinking about the people you will impact and thinking about your voice that you do have something to say, and people are going to want to listen. There are people who are attracted to you and they're going to want to show up every time that you come to speak. And that that's, I think something we so easily forget because of the Tony Robbins of the world and, you know. Don't worry about being Tony Robbins. Worry about being you. Yeah. Right. Fulfilling yeah. your purpose and um, spreading your message around the world, uh, or at least your place in this world that you're supposed to occupy. I think we we sometimes go too big, and it helps us stay small. So um, respect where you are today and allow yourself to step into that next level, which is kind of how we started, right? Like shed that snakeskin of all the no, not now, not me. And just go for it. Sometimes you just have to go for it and let the chips fall. Some, sometimes you do. And, and I, I remember talking with you about this, where, where I, I wanted to find something that could help me. And the, the speaker lab ad would just not leave my Facebook feed. <laughs> it, it just would not be, I mean, they know what you, what you're looking for and what, but, 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 and I remember clicking that button. It, it's it's one of those small things, but but wow, how how one action really can can change your life in 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 a significant way. It's it's just but just take that small act. Click that button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if you didn't? I know, right? Like, where would you be today? Would you still be thinking, oh? I think I have a message. <laughs> I, think I, I have something to say. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah it, it's 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 been, it's 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 one of those profound things where, it, and it's a cliche, but it's so true. It's just it's that first step, and you can't get you can't get to the top without that first step. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think you know I'm so happy that you took that step. I'm so happy that you not only took the step, but you did your due diligence to really follow the program, invested in additional programs, and. It just seems like whenever there's an opportunity for you, you seize it. And sure, it might be because of the experience that you had uh, underneath that boat, that life-changing moment. But again, and I think we've been saying this throughout this podcast, you don't need to be drowning in order to give yourself permission to be all that you're meant to be. And so if I can give any advice to someone who's really struggling with making a decision about their next move, whether it be speaking, marriage, having children, you know, going for it as a CEO, um, really take some time to be silent and just pause because there's a lot of noise out there. This is noisy. Our cars are noisy. Our TVs are noisy. If you're working in an office, you're noisy all day. So just really taking that time to be silent, to listen to your soul, because if you want to find your purpose, it's screaming for you. (laughs) You're just not listening. (laughs) That, that, that's so wise and and that's instantly 
the advice you gave me on our first coaching call. So thank you. Thank you for the reminder. It <laughs> oh, was very really? powerful. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Interesting. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. Like silence is where we get our greatest downloads. I call yes. them. Take that time to really go inside because if you want to find self to then create goals, to then fulfill purpose, to then discover why it really, it's all about the shh. <laughs> yes, it, right. It, it, like it, sometimes it is. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Darren, you're awesome. It's been such a pleasure having you in our program, now part of our family, our TSL family, and uh, your your story, your wisdom, the level and the depths of what you share. It's always so wonderful to connect with you. So thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for your time so much, and and to you and all the the people at the speaker lab, it's, I really feel like I consider all of you part of my team and to be in my corner. So thank you so much. And, and for the opportunity to share all those stories. Absolutely. We didn't get to 792, but maybe next time. time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody have a great day. All right, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, I want you to know that we do this podcast simply because we want to serve and support speakers like you. We don't charge anything for you to listen, but in return, we do have one small favor to ask. Would you be willing to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening right now? Hit that subscribe button. Also, leave us a rating and review within iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to these podcasts. We read every single one of them, and they also help other people to find the show. Also, if you are looking to take the next step in growing your speaking business, be sure and check out thespeakerlab.com. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com. We've got a ton of free resources and tools there, and you can also learn more about the programs that we offer, which include one-on-one coaching. Our mission here is to help you find the confidence, clarity, and clear path that you need to own your speaking success. So again, check us out over at thespeakerlab.com. As always, we appreciate you hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time. You're awesome.